I got in Shabbos, I got in Yontif, Chanukah, I hope you're doing well, I hope you had a wonderful week. This week's Shir is sponsored by Mati and Fermi Epstein of Lake, New Jersey. Thank you very much for your sponsorship. As well, it is sponsored by our corporate sponsors, the Hassan's Law Firm, Bluestone Brokerage, and Meridian Senior Health. Thank you very much for your partnership. For future dedications, please reach out to 845-367-2959. The story is told over the Talmud Rebbe of Eretz Yisrael, of Yushalayim, that he was lighting his menorah. And after all the immense kavonis, the chonus of the mitzvah, of crafting the wicks, and the oil, and b'miachad the shemus, it's a very uplifting avodah, especially for the Rebbe's. And the Talmud finally had his menorah ready, ready to go, and he had his shamash lit, and he made the brachas, and he was in a different sphere, a different whole, different celestial place that we could not imagine. All the Hasidim were looking on and just admiring and taking it all in. And the Rebbe lit the menorah. And the lights, the flames are flickering, giving off such a beautiful, warm light. And all the Hasidim were just literally eating it all up, taking it all in, and just feeling the Nitzaitis and the Iris of the Kedusha and the Ashpois and Mamish Helig. And all of a sudden, a little child, a little boy, was walking by and his shoulder knocked into the Rebbe's menorah and the entire thing toppled over, and the lights went out. The nearest Hanukkah that the Rebbe diligently lit with all the Kavanas have been extinguished. And all the Hasidim obviously looked over, their faces, all the jaws dropped, waiting to see how the events would unfold. What's the Rebbe going to do? How is he going to respond? What's the child, what's this little boy going to say? And of course, the Rebbe, the Heilige Rebbe, like any paragon of leadership, of holiness, he didn't disappoint. The Talner went to this little boy, he put his arm on his shoulder and he said, Man Tyre Yingle, my pure little child, he said, I owe you a grace akarasatoyev. I'm indebted to you. A tremendous amount of akarasatoyev. He said, I was never able to be Mekayim the halacha of Kavsa in Zakakla. The halacha is that once a person lights the menorah, Kavsa, if the lights get extinguished, in Zakakla, a person is not required to go back and light those lights and rekindle the flame. And the Rebbe said, I was never able to be Mekayim that halacha. But now that you came along and you knocked over the menorah, of course unintentionally, finally I'm able to be Mekayim, the Divi Chazal, to be Mekayim the halacha of Kavsa Enezakakla. Well, this is a remarkable story of how a true tzaddik acts, of how a true tzaddik conducts himself, and how he's sensitive to the feelings of even a small little child. There's a lot more to be learned from the Yisoyed, from the Halacha of Kavsa Enezakakla. Many of this farm discuss how these words, Kavsa Enezakakla, is the model of how we, how us as Yidin, how we have to conduct our lives, how sometimes we feel that we bring a flame, we bring a torch, we light ourselves up, trying to connect, trying to grow, trying to let ourselves become inspired in our Veda, in our Ruchnius, in our Bitachan, in our learning, in our Davening, in our Chesed. And all we feel is kavsa. We feel the winds attacking us, hurling us away from all of our attempts, rendering them futile and unsuccessful. But the swarm tell us that that's not so, that's not the truth, that's not the way we should look at it. We have to remember that it's our job to plant the seeds. It's our job to make the moves. It's our job to make that Pesach, Kepesach Shalmachat. And whatever happens subsequently is not in our realm. It's not our decision. We cannot determine that. The only person that can determine that is the Ebishter himself, is Hashem, is Kuchibrichu. 
It's our job to do our part, to bring what we can, to do what we can. But in terms of results, in terms of the Paris, in terms of fruition, that's above and beyond our capabilities. We find this concept of doing what we can, and Hashem does the rest, whether we're successful or not. In the actual halachas of halachas nechanaka, we find that the Torah, we find Chazal, we find that the halacha are literally empathetic and sensitive towards these feelings. Normally, the Gemara tells us in Sukkah, that ina shechina yerid pachis miyur tfachim, that the shechina, Hashem's divinity, does not descend on the ten tfachim. Yet ironically, on Chanukah, we find that the mitzvah, the obligation of lighting the Chanukah menorah, is specifically under yud tfachim, under ten tfachim. We see something very interesting, that although generally, although during the year, Hashem doesn't come, Hashem is not yerid pachis miyurama, He doesn't come into that low sphere into the low area where Kedusha does not reside. But in Chanukah, Hashem comes below. Hashem goes out of Kav His comfort zone, to come and be with us, to come and commiserate in whatever pain we're going through, we're feeling. Additionally, Chazal gave us many levels, many dargas of how to be Mekayim, the mitzvah of Ner Chanukah. As the Gemara says, first says Mahadrin, in Mahadrin. Then we go down a level to just Mahadrin. And then, if a person can't be Mahadr, then there's ner lechol echad ve'echad, and then ner ishu besoy. The greatest hider is for each person to light one light for every night of Hanukkah, and it descends all the way down to ner ishu besoy, one light per night for the entire family, for the entire bias. We see that although there's the highest level, there's the most ideal, but on Hanukkah, there's room for everyone, there's room for those who can't perform on the highest caliber, on the highest level. Additionally, we find Birchus Arroy, a very interesting Gemara, a very interesting concept, which we don't find in many other places. A unique bracha was established with Halakas Ner that if a person cannot light his own menorah, Birchus Arroy, he can make a bracha on the lights of another Yid. This again emphasizes that on the Yontav of Hanukkah, we're all together, we're all ba'achtas, we're all one, and if I can't light my own menorah, I can go to the menorah of my friend and become uplifted and connected through his light, through his menorah. And lastly, the Mishnah Shabbos tells us, that the lights and wicks, the oils and wicks that we can't use on Shabbos, we can use anything for the mitzvah of Allah, which again underscores that while Shabbos has its specific requirements on Hanukkah, everyone's welcome, everyone's accepted even if one feels distant or inadequate. Yaakov Meir Shechter, in his Sefer, Yosef Mamarim and Hanukkah, writes that when one feels unable to absorb or produce the light from the oil and wicks of Shabbos, on Hanukkah, whatever he can do is cherished, regardless of his personal perception of unworthiness. Which means that the nearest of Hanukkah, the lights of Hanukkah, are here to uplift us and help us, any Yid, transcend from the shackles of darkness and pain, no matter where we're coming from, where we are. And during these times, especially Chanukah, which is unique in the sense that all the Yom Tovim fall out at the end of a month when the moon is a mole, it's full. But Chanukah is in the middle of the month when the moon is small and shriveled. Chanukah comes at a time where the days are the shortest and the nights are the longest. It comes when there's a tremendous presence of darkness, of Chayshech. And from these halachas, especially from the halach of Kavsa in we have to internalize that. And remember that while we all try to perform and to achieve and we're all on the path of greatness, we're trying to reach wholesomeness, tzidkus and godless, become Yerushamayim Tamid Chachamim, 
give nachas ruach leitzenu to give Hakadosh Baruch nachas. At the end of the day, there's always going to be those thorns and thistles on our journey, on our personal journey as individuals and as a klal. We have to remember kavsa in We bring the fire, and whatever happens subsequently is out of our power. It's out of our domain. We all sometimes feel like that boy who knocked over the Rebbe's menorah. But at the same time, we have to remember that Hashem has a place in His heart, Kavyachal. There's a place in the Bria for us. There's a place for each and every Yid to shine with their qualities, with their uniqueness, with their R, with their Panimis, to be a guiding and shining light, not just for themselves, but for the whole entire world, for all of Klal for the whole Bria. And we should never forget that. And we should always live and internalize and be cognizant of that. And even in the darkest, bleak times, when Yavin is out to get us and to bring us down further and to discourage us and to fill us with feelings of hopelessness and despondency. But at the same time, we must remember that all we can do is our part. We have to leave the rest up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, And in Mitzvah Shem, He'll take care of us on personal levels as a klal. May He redeem us. May He save us. May He protect us in the war that's going on now, in our personal wars, our personal struggles. And in Mitzvah Shem, we should be zoyche, to be madlik, the Ner Chanukah, in the base of Mikdash, with the rebuilding of Bayesh Lishi, Amen. I thank each and every one of you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I wish you a Friedrich and Lichtig in Chanukah and a wonderful Shabbos.